So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back to another week of happy hour with none other than me and Rachel who are sipping on our black cherry Coors seltzers, which this is my first time trying the black cherry, Rachel, and I have to say I'm a fan. This shit is good. Yeah, girl. What do I always (laughs) say? The black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. That's what they say. (laughs) That that could be your tagline for uh, Real Housewives. Oh, my gosh. The black of the berry. The sweet of the juice. I'm, you know what? I keep, jo- honestly, I keep playing around with this housewives thing. I'm really about to be on somebody's housewives franchise. Well, I think you did it with Astrid on, on her Instagram comments and you guys were coming up with like different tagline captions. I'm like, I need one. I, you, we, we'll come up with yours mm-hmm. for sure. We're going to, um, I think we should play with your Minnesota accent. But if you could pick any franchise to be a part of, which one would you want? Oof. Oh, man, that's a good one. Okay. I don't think I could actually fit in, but I would, I just like, there's something about New Jersey that gets me bringing it back to the beginning with the table flip and the 19, engaged 19 times. Yeah, I don't know. It just, that one holds such a soft spot in my heart. But of course, like I started watching at the beginning with, with 
OC with with Vicky and her woohoos and like Havasu. But what about you? I first of all, I like that you said Jersey. See, every franchise needs a voice of reason, and I feel like you would be the voice of reason. But then I feel like if you get to the point where they would push your buttons, and then you would just lose it, and you would I'm have a Teresa Judice moment. <laughs> You would. <laughs> would flip the table. Is she Teresa Gorga? Does she go back to her maiden name? I don't know. That's she, a good She's got to stick with Judice. That's how we first met her, and that's that's how we're always going to remember mm-hmm. her. For me, this is really tough. And obviously, I've thought about this a number of obvious. times. <laughs> I know you have, Rachel. <laughs> I'm going to have to say New York mm-hmm. or Potomac. See, I haven't started Potomac yet. Oh, I need I'm to. jealous. I'm actually jealous. I am. Um, I don't know if you've ever spent time on Coronado down for no. those of you listening who don't you know. It's this me. like fabulous island off of San Diego. And because my cousins live down there and I'm surprised that there is not yet a Real Housewives of Coronado because like the amount of wealth and just like, I don't it, like drama that goes down with the navy wives it's unparalleled i feel like every time i go down there i'm like this this could be a tv show so if anyone's listening you want to pitch it somebody call andy cohen tag him somebody call him right (laughs) now oh my gosh because i don't know if you started to watch real house and and guys i know this is a bachelor podcast but let's be honest we know there's bravo bachelor crossover here okay Mm -hmm. we know there is it's a it's it's a different it's a different flavor, but it's but there's there's some crisscross there. Mm-hmm. But what we've never seen is somebody from Bachelor go on Housewives. I'm just saying. If you're not watching Salt Lake City, you are truly doing yourself a disservice. It is amazing. Normally, it takes time to build up into being a quintessential housewife, having all the characteristics that are necessary to be pure entertainment. These women came in. Like guns a-blazing. Yep. Already. It's like they they had been studying for years and this is their moment. And they were ready and so were we. Wait, Rachel, if you could pick somebody from the Bachelor franchise to be on a Real Housewives, who would it be and why? Am I only working with leads here? No, it could be anyone. Oh god. But also give me the lead too. Uh, that is a okay, that is something I never thought about. All right. If I was going to pick a real housewife, I think I would go with Emily Maynard mm-hmm. for as the leads. Yeah. She's she's classy. She's a Southern belle. She's got five kids now mm-hmm. at this point. Yep. Um, so there's going to be a lot to play around with that. And she's got the bachelor crossover and Emily will read you. OK, she's mm-hmm. sweet, but she will also put you in your place in two seconds and tell mm-hmm. you about yourself. Emily would be some good TV. She would. Yes. It, I, I can't pick any of any of the other people. You know what, though? I feel like Jillian Harris could actually be great, too. Just because oh, she's Jillian would be good. such a firecracker. She's such a badass. She, like, r- rules the world, I swear. And I, and I just find her so entertaining. And I love talking with her. So she's another one who would make for good TV. So good. I feel like we could talk about Real Housewives all day, but of course, we have another show we have to get into, and that's what we're all about here on Bachelor Happy Hour. Uh, So we saw a lot go down. I felt like it was one of the more intense episodes, just like with men opening up this week. So overall, what were your thoughts on this week? Um. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I... 
is it just me? I felt I didn't get the same energy from Tasha in this episode that I have in the other episodes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she was tired or what, but she just didn't seem all the way there. I think part of Tasha's charm is that she's very bubbly and she's very energized. And I didn't get that from her. She was mm -hmm. real chill to me. I don't know if that was just me. So I was distracted by that with her. I know, honestly, I would have to agree. And I don't want people to take this as us bashing her because we're not whatsoever. No. But um, I think it was, and I kind of started to notice it last week too, a little bit when hmm. I, when we talked about her conversation with Ivan, but it played into, I think her conversations, um, especially in her one-on-one -on -one with Zach this week too. Like we see her very in her head, you know, a little bit more mellowed out and not as like bubbly and as, as exuberant. But I noticed in many of the conversations between her and the men, it was them kind of leading the conversation and, and being the one to open up and ask the questions and her, I guess maybe it's just like, maybe it's just because I'm such a curious person and I could ask a thousand questions to anybody. And I'm so curious about people's pasts, but I felt like we were missing that from her, especially in the conversation with Zach. Oh, the first one I wanted to girl, week. me too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. I was like, is anybody else gathering this? And what was what was the big question that she didn't ask that you were like, um... About the marriage? Thank you. Yeah. Didn't yeah. you want to know, the moment you tell me that you were married before? I, I want to know everything. Why, why? I mean, and he eventually got there. And mm -hmm. maybe they, they wanted to say that for the ninth time. But immediately, when I find out you were married before and you were no longer married, and we have that in common, immediately I want to know why you were divorced. What happened? Why did yeah. it fall apart? A year? <laughs> and there, and yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, like for somebody who's been in that position, dealing with somebody who's been married for a very, very short amount of time, you got to ask certain questions about that, about the past and the past relationships. But I felt like just get, I, I just, I guess let's just get into this date with Zach because okay. we see a completely different side to him. He opens up so much and I, he really, really grew on me. I really liked Zach after this one-on-one -on -one date. He ha he's probably one of the contestants that has the most depth, maturity, life experience that he's lived through. And this, and, and maybe it's just because I have a soft spot in my heart for, you know, people who have gone through like a, a brain tumor because I've had several people in my life that have it. But I just, if I was sitting there with him, I would have had so many questions and I felt like she just kind of sat back and, and was just like, oh, yeah, that's hard. That's heavy. That's a lot, which is, I'm sure, very reassuring to him. But I was like, I want more. You weren't alone, Becca. I wanted more as well. Zach, to me, is one of those people who checks all the boxes and looks great on paper. But he doesn't have that oomph, that X factor, that whatever it is that makes that vagina dance. You know what I mean? <laughs> like whatever it is that just makes you go, mm. like that I, is the first sort of advice you gave me before becoming bachelor. Yeah. I will say, make that thing dance. <laughs> <laughs> Do a little salsa, a little tango down there. <laughs> I shouldn't I, say salsa. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, 
it's got rhythm. It's got rhythm. It's spicy. You know, that's that's how that's how I take it. Like usually when people are like, I have butterflies, it's this is this means the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um I that's what I'm gathering. He's he's such a good guy. He's a really good guy. So I'm not saying this to take anything away from him, but there just seems to be no spark. And I was listening to Taisha when I was watching this this interaction between Taisha and Zach. She was saying all the right things. Oh, he gives me butterflies. Oh, he's a great person. Oh, he opened up. Oh, there's something about Zach. He surprised me. But there was no feeling. There was no passion behind what she was saying. I felt nothing. That's not how she was when she was on the date with Brendan. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. That's not how she was even when she was with Ben Mm -hmm. um, when he came to her place late that night. I There is something missing. I'm not seeing the connection the passion isn't there as much as it is with some of the other guys you gotta have passion you gotta have flavor you gotta it's the x factor Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we've all dated that one person who your parents want you to settle down with who is like you know a barack obama uh you know like just whoever you know is like the quintessential guy for you and but for you, there's just something that's missing for you to mm-hmm. take it to the next level. That's how I feel about Zach. And that's what I keep hope. Like, two things to go off of what you're saying is, one, I don't think Zach, like, went on the show for the show. I think. Not at all. You know, he's he's not TV, which I find endearing. I personally just like mm-hmm. that, that fact in itself. Like, he, if anyone is there for, quote, unquote, the right reasons, it's going to be Zach. But... Yeah, there's something lacking, and I just have to chalk it up to, you know, and I've said this many, many times, it's there's so much that you can't see in a TV show. There's probably a lot more of the conversation that was had that just can't make it into this, you know, 30-minute date that we're watching go down. So I hope and pray that for both of their sakes, like, there is that passion that we're that we're missing. Uh, maybe yeah. it's just because they re- really wanted to play up his story and his his life experience. Um but yeah, it's it's like, you know, when we saw her with Brendan, she could not stop staring at those lips, like yeah. and vice versa. He could not stop staring at her lips. And there, it was just there, like you could feel the electricity. And with mm-hmm. Zach, it was much more calm and chill and maybe just given the kind of context that they were, you know, having this conversation about. I feel like if Zach makes it far, she's bringing him because she feels like this is who she should be with, not necessarily who she wants to be with. Mm-hmm. That's that's the feeling that I'm getting. It was I'm, I'm glad you noticed it too, and it wasn't just me. Yeah, that out of the entire episode, other than my dear Bennett, that really <laughs> stood out to me because I was like, "Am I the only one who's seeing this?" And and the crazy thing is, is Van said to me that he felt like Tasha wasn't into these men, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Yes, she is." And then I watched this episode, and I was like. Gosh darn it, he's right. Yeah, you, I mean, there's definitely a handful of men that she is, well, not I shouldn't say a handful, a, a couple that she's very into. And then and then some more, you know, as we'll get into, as we see with Easy, where I knew oh, right away, I was like, not, great not, she's segue. not feeling this. Great segue. Should wait, we just wait. pour one out for Easy? B- before, we have to get into Easy, <laughs> but can we just go back to the very beginning of the state with the wedding photographer and wedding planner? The star. Did you, he reminded star me show? so much of the wedding planner and father of the bride. Um, everybody, everybody loves a pooper, that guy. That's why we invited you. You know that he sings that? 
Oh, is it, it, wait, is this the wedding planner? Where he's like, oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Father... Father the Bride, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, everybody hates the pooper, that's, or loves the pooper, that, that guy, yeah. He's like, oh, the cock, the cock, meaning cake, but yeah, like, I, oh my God, I was dying laughing at him. I'm like, I want this man to be my I'm so glad you highlighted that. That, if we were giving awards away, this guy would get the, he was the star. He was the He would be my rose of the week. You, you want, you were looking for passion on that day? It was behind that man's camera. Yep. It was him. It was him. him. I don't remember his name, but it was him and he stole the show. And uh, yeah, you know, sir, if you're out there one day, if and when I ever get married, I'm hiring you, buddy. That was a god awful day. I would have hated. I would have hated that. I mean, I would have felt uncomfortable and I had never even been married at before you know and mm-hmm. when i was on the bachelorette is what i'm saying it just was it was a weird day poor zach was trying to make it comfortable even their the pictures that the still frames of the pictures they couldn't get one good one of zach good grief i mean he was all he was like half in a halfway in a face it was blurry i thought can we get to the nighttime portion this is a god awful day <laughs> okay well let's move let's move on down the list because you know we, we could talk about this state for a while and how awkward it is but uh now Next, I mean, well, before we get into easy, which we obviously have to talk about, we have the group date, which is the art creativity date with God. It felt like there were so many men on this date. What, there were. 10 of them? Yeah. And I feel like there's always a massive group date in the middle of it. But um, <laughs> Rachel, what were your thoughts on this date? Because well, <laughs> I would have hated this one, too. Um, <laughs> I have two thoughts. One, I want to know who you thought had the best. Um. Who opened up the best. Mm-hmm. And then two, my man Bennett. The way he punked Noah out of that seat. <laughs> I stood up and I'm just like, my man Bennett. Bennett is good TV. This oh, is yeah. what, like, mm-hmm. Bennett is a housewife, okay? If you want oh, to, yes. who gets the award? It's, it's Bennett. Bennett. Mm-hmm. He brings everything that I need to add, bring life into the show. Just when you think the episode isn't that great, give us Bennett. Bennett always performs. <laughs> Those are my thoughts about this day. But I do, I, I, I do want to talk about it from a more serious note. It was a day, a great date for for the men to open up and for us to learn more about them. As for Tasha, it's not, it's not about us. It's about Tasha. But it was great for Tasha to get to know them. Who were you most impressed with? Uh, not the sketching because that was and the, the sculpting because that was shit. Yeah, no, Who, I mean, like as the far self, as the speech. Yeah, the self ex- expression portion, like the last challenge, I guess you would call it. Obviously, was the most important one that's why they were there um i would say riley stuck out to me the most just with his mm-hmm. story and the way he approached and explained it i found mm-hmm. very po- powerful um but like for a more cutesy one i also thought brand brand brendan whoa not brandon brendan is gone mm-hmm. uh brendan's mm-hmm. was just like you know cute and clever but um yeah i think riley's i enjoyed the most i enjoyed you? i liked riley's i thought brendan's was basic um, it was cute until I saw the others. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I thought it was cute. Then I, like, I was like, Ooh. I wonder if they showed it in order. If they like picked apart. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I would not have known what like, to do for that. You, you know, when you're in the zone, when you're on the show, it's totally different. Like you're just in a zone. You would have come up with something. Cause you're just in that mindset. Um, I was impressed with Riley for sure. And definitely Ivan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I thought I thought what he what he said was really was really great. Those two, well. Riley and Ivan, probably had the most heartfelt, like in depth responses and, yeah. and creativity shown in that one. I, I was say. really sensitive. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought I thought that that was great. Interesting, you didn't say Ben. <laughs> we can you know, talk. We can Rachel. talk. Mm-hmm. I'm all for like you know seeing more of the men, but uh, when Ben came out, I'll oh my god, all I kept thinking about were like. He's standing there, obviously, like trying, <laughs> trying to pour his heart out to Tasha. But I'm just thinking of like the guys in the back that just had to stare at his ass the entire time. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you see well, them blurred out in the back, and they're just like, "Okay, let's wrap it up, buddy." I wished he would have just stripped down while he was talking. I wish he wouldn't have left and came back with the robe. I wish he would have been like. You know, I, it's all about pulling uh, pulling back layers and takes off his shirt. And he's like, I want you to focus on, I want to open up to you in a way I never have before. And he's like, taking off his pants. I think Ooh, that would have been cool. like, I would have been like, We need you yes. as a producer for this one. Yes, it would have been great. But here's, spoiler alert, you guys. We got Ben on the podcast today. So we will put a pin in it there because we can ask him way more details about that when he comes on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's let's move it on. I really don't have much to say about this next one-on-one because I freaking knew it. When Easy got the one-on-one. You knew he was going home? I knew he wouldn't be with us much longer. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't have to do Easy like that. We, <laughs> he didn't have to go out that way. He could have gotten the respect of a rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. I think... For some of our favorites that leave, or for those who leave in unexpected ways, we should start having either reading an obituary or having a memorial memorial service for them when they go. <laughs> so in honor of Easy, who has graced the, pro- the podcast, who has been a light, a narrator, um, he has been co- the comic relief. In this episode, I say we take, we hold up our Coors Hard Seltzers. We take it and we pour one out. Now, I don't want to make a mess in my house, as I'm sure I'm you don't want out. to either. So we're going to take a sip mm-hmm. back. This one's for you, easy. Be well, be safe. And we hope you find love with someone else or maybe in paradise. Maybe on a nice beach in Mexico. Um yeah, I knew he was going home. Like you could just tell by Tasha's body language, and but I will say that date. I was so jealous of that date. I want to do a ghost hunting, right? Spooky date like that, but like with somebody that I'm super into that I can like Pretend jump to be on scared. and like have like mm-hmm. hold me tight. You know, like mm-hmm. that's what sucks is like that kind of date. You want somebody that you really want to be all touchy feely over, and oh, you know, we just yeah. didn't see it with them. Yeah. He was the homie. He was was. the homie. He was a friend, not a lover. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a feeling Easy gets friend zone a lot because he's just like so, so cool and fun. Yeah. You know? Um, mm, All right. Well, see ya. See ya, Easy. You know, and that's not the only (laughs) scary thing that happened the rest of the night because, uh, oh, God, we didn't even bring we (laughs) Rachel. Chris Harrison, we forgot to say that he was leaving and having JoJo come and take his spot. Right. You're okay. right. Our Which, girl. Because in my notes, at the very top of my notes, I said JoJo. And like 
I'm so proud of her. She's crushing it. I can tell she's a little nervous at first because there's, you know, as you've said before, everyone thinks Chris's job is so easy, but it's like there's a lot of pressure. You not only have to be there for the lead, you have to be there for all of these men to still, you know, explain the dates and how the weeks are going to go and you have to hit certain marks and cues. And so it's probably a lot to remember. So props to her. I mean, I only hosted like one date throughout the entire thing and sure. couldn't even remember what I was supposed to be explaining to the guy. So she um she looks amazing. She was there for Tasha and she's crushing it so far. I hope we still see some more of her because I love to see uh, a fellow bachelorette, you know, kind of take the reins for a little bit. Yeah, I forgot she was coming on to do this. I know she came on this podcast and she said it, but I totally forgot so much has happened in Bachelorette world mm -hmm. until when Chris was like, it's a personal reason. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? And I was like, oh yeah, Jojo! <laughs> This is her moment. She yeah. was so great when she came in. I started laughing to myself because I thought, how would I have come in after Chris Harrison? <laughs> Did you think about that for yourself? Were you like, how would I have it? I know I would have been like, ha ha, well, it ain't going to be nice anymore. Big Rach has stepped into the room. It's about to go down. I, I would have messed with all of them. I was like, oh my God, these poor men probably thinking this is like a third bachelorette that they're going to have oh to my make. Something happened right. with Tasha, and like, why is right. this new girl coming in? You're right. Oh, that's a good point because not everybody necessarily knows who JoJo is. That's why she had to say, hey guys, in case you don't know, I'm JoJo, former bachelorette. We assume yeah. people know, but that's so true. Oh, JoJo, you're killing it. And you looked beautiful as well. Yes. We'll get into the Noah embedded. I have a feeling, obviously, since it's to be continued, we're going to see a lot more happening with them next week. I'm very interested to know. Um, overall, though, I just want to know. I mean, I, Rachel, I know you love Bennett. Like, he's he's your he's your guy. He's my guy. What are your, like, has anything changed since you Not at all. The Not at all. Game? I'm glad to see that emotional intelligence is making a comeback back on the show. Shout out to Taylor Nolan, who was the first one to bring it up. I love the fact you were deficient in three of them. Bennett? <laughs> Bennett? No, I'm, if anything, I love Bennett even more. Um, I'm, I, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm not going to lie, Becca. Seeing the previews for next week, mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm going to handle an episode without Bennett. It's not looking good for my boy, but um, to be continued. I'm a DM I'm just Bennett. Gonna, I, I got to jump in <laughs> and play devil's advocate because you know I also love me some Bennett, but... He did start to really rub me the wrong way. I felt like I was back in middle school, like watching girls That's fight it. and bicker. And I just, it, it made me feel bad a little bit when I could tell that Noah's trying to hold back. But, you know, also Bennett is clever. Is Noah holding back or can Noah just not keep up? You can't bring a knife to a gunfight, okay? Noah can't keep up. That's how I'm reading it. It's not that Noah's holding back. He doesn't know what else to say. Oh, can you spell privilege or whatever he said earlier? Like, he can't comp He can't compete. So I don't even, I can't even, let's not forget that Noah was a manipulator a couple of weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Noah was manipulating the hell out of these men. So Noah's not an angel. I don't think Noah's playing the good guy. Noah just can't keep up with my boy. <laughs> he just can't. Okay, I'm going to let that go because I might not be here next week if I if I have to talk about Bennett going. There will be a guest on the podcast. It won't be me. It <laughs> won't be me. Morning for, for I'm boycotting. I'm, I'm like, seriously, I'm going on a hunger strike. I don't like it. I, I don't like Wait, it. Rachel, what if Bennett, I don't know what happens, but what if Bennett became Bachelor? I can't, I, I, I will be on the season. 
That that I know for sure. I've never pushed to be on a season harder, but I will if it comes to Bennett. Are you kidding me? Oh I my god! I can't wait. No, not like that. I mean, it's to give advice, to give advice, to give advice. Oh my god! No, not like that. Not like that. I like to Rachel's watch Bennett be the from one the stirring the pot, like put her producer shirt hat and shirt on, and and walk in in a. I'll give me a fanny pack oh and an earpiece. Let me an let me season. loose. Let me loose. Um, okay, you guys, to be continued when it comes to Bennett. Um, I might be taking next week off, so I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks if, if things go south. Okay? Just giving you fair warning. Uh, but on to our guest, because you know we love to always give you guys a guest. We love to go inside of the Bachelorette bubble and talk to the people who were a part of the season, who made this season happen. And today is no different. We are so excited to bring on Ben, and and particularly because I feel like there's a lot to ask with Ben. I feel like we don't know a lot about him, mm-hmm. and let's see if we can get him to open up. Let's poke the bear. Let's, you know what? You know what? If Bennett starts, if Bennett is a little quiet, Bennett, ben, look ben. at me, look at me, look at me. I'm not ben, over not, it, Rachel. I know I'm not you love it. Bennett, but I'm not over it. Oh my god, I'm not okay. First, first, we only hear about Dale, and now we're only hearing about Bennett. I'm not okay. Excuse me. <laughs> I you you have. What's the what's the over under of how many times I call Ben Bennett? <laughs> it's like, look, seriously. But if Ben has trouble opening up, we'll say, Ben, you know what to do. Strip down. Take that shirt Take off. Take that honey. shirt off, Ben. You know how you do it. <laughs> okay. And with that, let's just get to Ben. <laughs> let's welcome him to the show. Cheers. What Cheers, are you drinking? Ben. Welcome to Happy Hour. Is Thanks this your first me. podcast you've ever done? No, or it's you, not. You're you're not a newbie. I'm not, no. Okay. Let me tell you something. Totally. This is the, I'm most excited for this one, though. The fact... You. He's a suck-up. The <laughs> fact, Ben, that you... <laughs> the fact that you don't pay attention to the group chat lets me know you made it far into the season, okay? You're, it's above... It's below you. It's beneath you. <laughs> Becca, did you pay attention to the group chat? I didn't say anything. Did you pay attention to the group chat? Me? <laughs> Rachel, I wasn't in the group chat because I won. They just still didn't put you in? No. Really? No. Yeah, because... And I didn't want to be. Like, I think mm. somebody had asked if, if I different. wanted to be added, and I was like, mm-mm. I'm already See, anxious enough right now. It's, like, too much. I still talk to the girls that I wanted to talk to, but, like, to have 28 of us, I'm like, it's... can't deal with that. Wait, then, Ben, who are you close with from your season? Now, still today. Well... I don't really talk to many of the people. Just I'm super busy with my job. I work all the time. But Brendan was probably the guy I was closest with in the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Who did you room with? Was it Brendan? I roomed with Chasen. Yikes! During the during the show, um, but I I uh, I was closest with Brendan. We were pretty similar. Both more laid back. Uh, I think more reserved, kind of thoughtful, uh, and we just connected right off the bat. He's a uh, He's a really incredible guy. I mean, we can see it from Aww. TV. So, mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. we haven't seen it because we haven't seen much of Brenton on the show. What you see from him, uh, and I hope like much the same for me, we just seem to be caught saying like thoughtful things or like the right thing or responsible things. So that's very much how he is as a person. I think, you know, myself too. So it was really nice to get to meet him and not just Brenton, but there were tons of really great guys in the house. I think it's like a common theme is like we say all the time, there's just really incredible dudes. 
This is why I love this season. <clears throat> and Rachel and I have raved about you guys because we truly think it's one of the best crop of men, of contestants that we've seen. Like you guys yeah. are a little bit older, more established, have more depth and <clears throat> and can just, I think, open up and you just have like more maturity than what we've seen. And I love the fact that you guys, of course, here and there, you you know, we've had some guys on the podcast that have talked about some of the guys that they're not fond of, but overall it feels like you guys all have a really special bond and get al- al- along a lot better than what we've seen in the past, which is great. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think there was a pretty cool experience, uh, you know, transitioning from Claire's season into Tasha's season. Uh, you know, we had that, like, I'll call it a shared struggle or whatever, but we had the bonds from that first experience. And then moving into the second one it was kind of like, Oh wow. We're like here for each other as well as also like to pursue our relationship. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it's wow. like a support system. Yeah. Ben, you said you work all the time. What do you do? Uh, I work as a strength and conditioning coach in Southern California here. So I, I was a family of gyms uh, locally. And then I also started my own business last year. Uh, so it's been kind of a bit of a, a transition uh, just into quarantine and like working from home and trying to build something digitally. Uh, it's a lot easier when you do fitness in person because you just only a certain number of hours in the day and you train people when they're available but when you do it online it's like you work all the time so <laughs> ben we knew you uh, were into fitness we saw those glutes yeah. <laughs> just the glutes we saw a lot we saw a lot to say the least <laughs> um but before we get into that how did like just yeah. overall how did you get on the show uh so i was reached out to by a casting agent i'm not exactly sure who they're from or or how it, exactly it works, but I was reached out and they said, Hey Ben, we really like, uh, you know, you as a person, I guess they fell in love with me via social media. Um, but, uh, they said, <laughs> who was creeping? Yeah, you caught that. Uh, no, they said, they said, Hey, we'd really like you to, you try out for the show. And so I, uh, initially I was like, you know what, that seems like something I wouldn't do. Um, I hadn't dated for a long time. I'd been mm-hmm. out of a relationship for a couple of years and I really hadn't pursued any sort of dating thing. Uh, my transition, I was in the army before my transition out of the military was challenging for me. And so throwing myself into work was something that I was very comfortable doing. And mm-hmm. so uh, all the fulfillment that I got from like a romantic relationship, I weirdly enough got it from my professional life. And so I wasn't I interested, in, wasn't interested in dating, wasn't interested in pursuing any of that. Uh, and then a couple of my friends, I was like telling them about it and they're like, dude, like, don't be an idiot. Try that. Like, there's no other time you'll get an experience like this. And so uh, remove yourself from your life, from the stresses of your daily life and put yourself in like a experiment for lack of a better term. And so I got to, I got to really take advantage of that. And, and, you know, I don't half-ass anything. And so I showed up fully as myself and uh, it was the most incredible experience, but also challenging experience that I think I've had in a a long time. Since coming from the show, how, uh, how has business been? Has it been booming and how many uh, new girls are sliding into those DMs trying to be your clients? Um, I mean, I think naturally you're, there's more eyes on you. So you'd think business would be booming, but, uh, you know, times are are challenging for people and people aren't interested in spending money. So I think everybody's business may or may not be suffering, but I, I'm definitely getting more attention, um, which is nice, but, uh, you know, I'm more than just the dude that was on TV. Uh, I'm a professional and I, I care deeply about the work that I do. And so, uh, you know, I would like people to pursue the services that I offer, not because of the celebrity or the whatever you call it that I've gained from being on this TV program, but because I'm exceptional at the, at the job that I do. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. I can relate to you when you say that, you know, you can 
you can be so involved in your work that that kind of yeah. takes the place of having a significant other. And then you wake yeah. up one day and you're like, wait a minute. Or you mask the fact that you really do want that other piece to it, but you just totally. bury yourself in your work because it's almost easier than opening up and being vulnerable, especially yeah. when you've been hurt before. So I, I, I understand that. Um, and then I was like, you know, I'm gonna go on The Bachelor. So I, I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get exactly what, where you were in your life. So when you come onto The Bachelor, had you watched the show before? Not regularly or religiously. I'd, I'd never, I'd seen a couple episodes here or there. I knew the premise of the show. Uh, I knew mm-hmm. it was going to be several guys and one girl. Um, I knew very little about Claire. Uh, I knew that there was a, a larger age difference, but I had heard that she was incredibly mature, that she uh, espoused some of the values that I was, that I held very dear to my heart, like, you know, empathy, uh, you know, being just incredibly uh, self-respecting and staying true to herself. Uh, and you can see that in the process. She did that the whole way through. Um, and I was just really interested in finally meeting somebody that, you know, could one, like be an incredible relationship for me could restore my faith in the fact that there are incredible women out there, but then also like maybe teach me something that I didn't know about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think for me, the experience gave me all three things. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the relationships weren't just with the women, but also with the guys. It was, it was a, yeah. a very important experience for me. Mm-hmm. I think what I have found enticing about watching you is, <clears throat> and I'm not going to lie. And I have said this on the podcast, I think a couple of weeks ago, like I, I didn't think, and please don't take this the wrong way. I did not like, I, got I, just, thick skin. I just didn't expect you to go that far. I think like, and wait, 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 why. what do you like, mean by that? Go far where? Like in the season, like I, I like you, cause you were always so reserved and maybe it's just like what we did not see in your time yeah. with Claire. Like, you know, you weren't really in the, in the middle of the drama. We didn't see all that much of you. And so you were just kind of like back in the shadows. And now we're obviously seeing you come out of your shell a little bit more in each week. I feel like your theme is like to show up and to like prove yourself and to like, just make the most of the time when you've, you know, you learned from your experiences where you did not in one, right. one episode with your timing so, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's, I think that's a theme in my life. Like as a whole, uh, I try and do everything and make everything perfect. And it comes back to bite me in the ass more times than not. And so, uh, you know, we've seen from the show, I try and do a special thing and it like, doesn't pan out. Um, but I think that there's more opportunity for me to show up and for me to, you know, make my presence known. Yeah. Well, and you definitely are like each week you're opening up more and more. And even though when you recognize the struggle in that. And so, I mean, we're personally loving it. And like I said, I find it more enticing. We're finally getting to know you on a deeper level, which is something like really incredible. Um, but you obviously also do mention that it's not easy for you. So, you know, up until this episode, at what point did you just decide to say like, I'm going to go for it, even though it's not easy. I'm going to do all that I have to do and just hit the ground running. Like, how does that feel now that you're kind of getting to that place with her? Yeah. um, Maybe unlike the first experience with Claire, uh, there was an incredible immediate attraction between Tasha and I. I felt it. I know she felt it. And it was something that was important for me to at least pursue. I'm not going to go on this program or this experience and not give it everything I've got. Um, it's not hard for me to be open and vulnerable in a platonic relationship. With my closest friends, hell, even like with you guys, I'm comfortable sharing things that are vulnerable to me. It's when I get into a romantic situation and I have to be vulnerable around someone that could potentially leave me and leave me hurting. That's when I wall off. And so um, it was incredibly challenging. And for like some people listening, they're like, oh my God, why don't you just like say how you feel? Uh, 
that's like the hardest thing for me to do. And so um, for me, it was a personal challenge to show up in each interaction. Like you're talking about maximizing the time I had with Taisha. I show up in each interaction. I give all of myself in a way that I might otherwise not. And then see how it shakes out. I mean, the repercussions of it going poorly are that I get sent home, but like everybody except one person gets sent home. So I like had done some expectation management at the beginning and I was just like, look, I'm just going to send it. Mm-hmm. And I uh, hope that it comes off. I hope that it comes off like <laughs> comes off nice because it was, I was so nervous. I don't get nervous and I'm so nervous. I think in one of the previous episodes, I'm like talking about how nervous I am. And like, I don't get nervous. And it was, it'll come off just fine. Bachelor Nation is very yeah. forgiving to men, especially attractive men. I so, was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your sign? I'm a Leo. A Leo. Yeah. <laughs> All of my ex, best friends are ex, Leos. I have an ex that's a Leo. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I, no, you really are. <laughs> but you know what? recognizing it and being aware of it is the first yeah. step. Most Leos can't do that. Just to be just yeah. being honest with you, most Leos can't. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. What's By that, that, I mean you. Yeah. And I mean the date, mm-hmm. the art date. I have so many yeah. questions. Some I want to know. So we can, we can pass through the drawing, because all y'all sucked at that. Yeah, we but they didn't pass. even show mine. I had a beautiful drawing. If you notice, I'm like smearing the paint. It was about the swirling ben, emotions. There was another work of art to all talk they about. Cared okay? about. Let's yeah. get to that. <laughs> Let's get to that. The sculpture. <laughs> boom. Yeah. Oh my God, but how how freaking weird is it that Blake did a penis? Is that what he I did? They blocked he did. Is that what they I love is that Blake. what he did? I love Blake. I love I'm, Blake. There's just a creepy there's just a very creepy persona so that he keeps playing he, into that I'm not <laughs> the best part of the episode <laughs> was when he was talking about it with some of the dudes later, like at the house, yeah. and he was just like, "I don't know why I did that, but I just like thought it was a good de- idea." At the I'm time. Blake's, I'm, like, I'm Blake's bad. biggest fan. I'm Blake's biggest fan. <laughs> uh, he gave a beautiful, like, eloquent explanation of why he chose to make a penis, but like, I can't remember it right now. Uh, but in the well, moment, I was like, "God," that. I was like, "Damn, that's good." They it don't air that because they're playing into this theme of him being creepy. They also don't show how beautifully sculpted it was. So it was a penis. We <laughs> this is ABC. All you this see is a is family a big station. Box. It was beautiful. That should go in a museum somewhere. It was. It was. I mean, did he say that it was? That that's what his looks like? Because nobody, that's, the only, nobody, that's the only way to fix it. Keep it. I'm not sure. I that's the know. only way to fix this. And we this is a replica like, of what mine. Go into the group chat. Ask, ask if he still has the the penis sculpture. That might be no, the only thing that gets me does, into the group that's, chat. Mm-hmm. That's even creepier if he still has it. Oh, Blake. Oh, we're going down a dark he, path. Like, I hope he has it and I hope it comes out during mental all. <laughs> oh. I hope it reappears. Okay, back to the <laughs> elephant in the room. So I'm we don't care. We don't care about the sculpture. We don't care about the drawing. We care about the self-expression. Yeah. So, Ben, you did a little bit more than self-express, okay? I did. Were you inspired by the two nude models that you saw before? Um, what, Let's take it back a couple this... weeks earlier. Oh, okay. So, Let's take it back. So, if you <laughs> Let's take it back several years. If you ask my mother about Ben, she'd be like, Mom, how's Ben? She'd be like, Ben's an exhibitionist. Ben is naked all the time. Oh. And, yeah. Did you and Kenny get along? 
Kenny's wonderful. I love Kenny. Also, I get along with everybody in the house. I have like four skills. One of them is just being friendly with everybody. And so mm-hmm. you have all I get four along skills. With and uh, let's let's clarify. Uh, Noah only has one of those four skills, according to Bennett. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. Twenty-five <laughs> year old Noah and twenty-five year old Ben are very similar. Uh, I connected with Noah because I saw a lot of my younger self in him. I, I said that about Corinne on last season. I get that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I felt I and I didn't act in this way most often, but I felt this need to like mentor and take care of him. Uh, I also my background is military. I was an army officer for a long time. I had soldiers that like and myself even they were Noah and I just uh, I don't know. I don't need to talk about him, but he's yeah. he's a great kid. He's a great kid. So uh, back to the exhibition. Yeah, sorry. That was so. Ben. Yeah. So early on in the season, we see the guys have to play strip dodgeball. I was jealous that I didn't get to play strip dodgeball. Uh, oh, later on, yeah. they play. Later on, they play speedo basketball, and I'm like, "Holy shit! When do I get my chance to take my clothes <laughs> off?" And, uh, and I had like nakedness envy, and mm. um, so the therapy date was really incredible for me because, uh, as you can see throughout the season, I get these like small opportunities to be vulnerable and be open and expressive with my words. And speaking is how I feel most comfortable expressing myself. Um, not to a romantic partner, but just in general, my job is public speaking. Being in the army was public speaking. I'm a fitness coach. Now I coach a classroom of people several times a day. I I speak publicly. It's like where I'm most comfortable. And so I got all these opportunities, small little pieces to be vulnerable openly with my voice. Um, And the art date allowed me to express myself in other ways and then talk about it. And so we got to paint, we got to sculpt and I got to like share a little bit here, a little bit there. And then the last bit, this self-portrait piece, I was like, holy shit, I can just blow this out of the water and have a really thoughtful thing that I say. And my biggest fear was that I was going to drop my clothes and I'd be like, oh my God, there's a butt. Oh my God, he's got his butt out. Uh, but Taisha and I shared this moment where we had made eye contact and I expressed to her the things that I wanted to share. And she heard me and she saw me and she felt it. Uh, and it was incredible for me and I hope the same for her. But yeah, taking my clothes off was a literal and figurative figurative like dropping of my guard uh and maybe she like caught a glimpse of me or maybe she didn't i don't know but it it, like wasn't about being naked it was about removing this like barrier that i had up Mm -hmm. oh it was about being naked (laughs) i mean i knew they weren't gonna show anything (laughs) my legs are nice i I think i love the fact too that you were like when can i be naked because we i mean even being on the on the podcast talking about like the strip dodgeball and the water polo when they were in their speedos like we yeah. got slack for kind of hyping it up and being like, yeah, you know, it was entertaining. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad that you can, you know, that also, you, if you wanted don't, to. Like he, everyone listening, Ben was not forced to take no, that role. That was my idea. That was my idea. Also, like on the show, maybe I come across as like very serious and like. You do. Incredibly thoughtful. In that, in that experience, I was. I cared very deeply about how the thing ends up. Like I don't play. I don't play. Like I said it in the show. I don't play. Like if there's something that needs to be achieved or there's some sort of objective. And in this case, it was like getting to the end, ultimately furthering my relationship with this beautiful woman. Then like, I'm not fucking around, Mm -hmm. but in the same way, literally everything that I do is a joke. And so, and so that playful, fun, sarcastic side got to come out in a small bit, but then I also got to be super thoughtful and super uh, intentional with the way that I like curated that thing. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I, so I want to yeah. I segue from that, you know, 
exhibition to the the cocktail party because you know we saw you and I think what sucks what for me as a viewer is like I'm so curious about all of you men like I want to know more and I felt like the conversation that you had that night with her deserved a lot more time like I will that's why I'm hoping I don't know what happens in the weeks to come but I would love to see a one-on-one just to learn more about you but when you did finally open up that night to her um did you feel like did you feel more of the pressure to divulge that information because of a certain timeline or time frame that you thought you were on, or did you just genuinely want to open up? Like you felt like it was the right time where it's like, I've let, I've, you know, literally shed my clothes. I've let my guard down. And now I have the, the capability and the capacity to talk to Tasha about, you know, like this heavy conversation. Yeah. I think, uh, specifically that night. And then like every other instance during, uh, this season for me, it was incredibly challenging to be open and vulnerable. Uh, like I said, the romantic nature of our relationship, like put some sort of weird frame on everything that I do. And I, maybe it's just because I was like a chubby kid and I'm like afraid that girls don't like me or like whatever it is. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the thing is that causes me to do this, but in that setting, the dynamic between Tasha and I was often, Ben, I need you to share some more stuff with me. And I'd be like, Oh, I don't want to do that. That's really scary for me. I can't do that yet. And she'd be like, Ben, like, come on you got to like share some stuff with me. And I'd be like, Oh, that seems silly for me to do that. I can't do that right now. And then she'd be like, Ben, just tell me some stuff. And I would be like, okay, I'll tell you some stuff. And so that night I think was like a nice gateway or like a breaking of this frame for me to just be like, Holy shit, I'm just going to tell you a whole bunch of stuff. And if it comes off weird, I don't know. It's authentic. So like, here it is. And I share some stuff that's vulnerable for me. And I think it gives me an opportunity then moving forward to like feel comfortable being open and vulnerable. Mm. Because in that instance, it's small stuff. That's and she, was, it's, I'm yeah, sorry. go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm so no, sorry. I thought you were, I thought you were finished. I want you to finish your thought. Well, I was just going to say, it's like, it was, it's small stuff. And you can see throughout the course of the show, it's like very gradual. Like, yeah, me getting naked is like a big thing. But like, for me, that's not a big thing. It's just like a way for me to express something small. The stuff I said to her was far more meaningful. Like, mm-hmm. this is my physical body. You can have this thing, but also all the stuff that's inside, mm-hmm. you know, and And I think just moving forward throughout the process, however long it goes, every time I'm with her, I'm able to divulge more and share more and be more vulnerable and ultimately like deepen the connection that we share. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you is after you have this moment with her, do you feel like it allowed you to just be your your ultimate self as you progress during the show? And then the second thing is, is so much time kind of was was lost because of Claire and dealing with that. And then a second yeah. bachelorette, do you feel like it was a little bit too late for you? Or do you feel like you have enough, you had enough time to really show her who you are? I think that I most certainly had enough time to show her who I am. Uh, in the process, I was most concerned that given like the fleeting nature of our interactions, like you guys know, it's like small touches here and there. It's not, days spent together but those those Mm -hmm. times that you spend together are so intense and so like amplified for like lack of a better term they're so important and so uh for me luckily i was able to be vulnerable and i wasn't holding out any longer and so like the the times that we were able to speak uh after that were were incredibly valuable for the relationship i think the art date specifically uh was incredibly important for me because my interactions with Tasha had been group dates only. 
And so that little tiny bit, I mean, we'd had like a cocktail party or like the end of a, you know, I miss the time with her at the, at the after party on the group date, but the times that I spent with her, um, up until that point had been like group focused. And so this, me standing out on that date and then be, being more vulnerable than I'd ever been at the after party, I think was really valuable for not only my growth on the show, but like mm-hmm. the growth of that relationship. Yeah. I want to ask you, cause this is something <clears throat> prior to you coming on, Rachel and I had chatted about this where we feel like it's been a lot of the men opening up and we're getting to know you guys more, which yeah. is great. Cause we obviously did not see that the first couple of weeks of the season. Um, yeah. But we like we were talking about how we wanted more from Tasha, like for her to interact more and to ask more questions and to open up a little bit further. Do you feel like because you're now starting to to become more vulnerable and like really share who you are, do you feel like that w- that was reciprocated and that she was able to do the same, or was it more one sided? I don't know that it was one sided. I think there was more of an emphasis placed on me being openly vulnerable with her. And it was almost as if it was a challenge from her. Uh, we started off me walled up and and not ready to share. And so I think the theme of our relationship, at least early on was more of like an interview style uh, where it's like Tasha asking questions or me asking Tasha to ask questions of me. So then I can share information uh, later as the, as our relationship progresses uh, there's more two way sharing, but I think very much early on, it was more of like a, Tasha asking things of me, uh, which I think was appropriate. I think it was appropriate. And uh, just like I said, given the short nature of our relationship, like not only in time, but in interaction, uh, I think it was appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you Cause she needs to know, she needs to know about me. You know, she's the one ultimately making the decision. And I said this all along. I said that like, it's an incredibly beautiful thing that she holds the holds the, like the key in this thing, like she gets to decide. So like, I'm here to be a part of the process. I'm here to do what they need me to do, what Tasha needs me to do. And uh, I'm excited for the opportunity to progress this relationship, to learn more about her, but also to, to be more vulnerable. Um, do you read spoilers? You know, I get overwhelmed and stressed like really easy. And so all the stuff. <laughs> Welcome to Bachelor Nation. I know it's, in, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's like a weird, it really is. So, so get this. I could be in front of a room of 10,000 people speaking and be fine. I could be like yep. deployed in like a war thing and like be totally fine. Uh, my phone, if it has more than like five notifications on it, I can't handle it. Uh, I can't read the stuff. I'm not in the group. I like can't do it. It's a weird, it's like a weird thing for me. Oh, I'm just so over, I'm okay. so overwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm, I hope I'm not alone in that. Maybe I am. I don't know. But like, know. it's uh it's so overwhelming for me. So no, I don't, I don't read anything. People send me stuff all the time, but like, I just, that's good that you mm-hmm. don't, I can't, yeah, I have, no. I have an incredible support system. Um, that's great. My, my roommate. Uh, a lot of my friends are significantly older than me just by the nature of the community that I live in, where I work. A lot of people are, you know, five, 10, 15 years older and they're like keeping me very level-headed and, uh, we have one rule. Don't read the comments. So I don't. Oh my gosh. You're going to be so successful on this show. You already have the keys to success. You don't pay attention to, Mm -mm. you know, what people are saying. You've surrounded yourself with people who know you, get you, lift you up, check you if your head gets too big. Cause that could happen as well. And so that, I mean, we aren't even worried about you. You're about to do fantastic. I also do. I'm like a religious therapy person. So I Mm -hmm. like, and 
I've been doing therapy for a long time. And like, I prepped for this experience with my therapist. I've like went and did the experience. I came back. I like did an so intensive cool. thing. And so I'm like, I'm like, like I have a life outside of this experience. And I think that like, maybe some people don't see it that way. And so like, I contribute to my community in a way that like, I'm incredibly proud of. And so I can't let this experience also, it was like incredibly important and something that like, I'm extremely proud of as well. But like, I can't let this take away from my ability to like be the person that I am for the people that I surround myself with. All right. Clip it, clip this, pin this <laughs> at part. Because Ben, don't ever lose that. Don't yeah. ever lose this. It is so easy to get sucked up into all of this. And we're yeah. going to clip this. We're going to pin it. And Do if it. you ever get off track, we're you just going to slide into your yeah. DMs and play this. Because that's, and honestly, it's something that every contestant coming out off this show should think yeah. about. And that's how they should be. This yeah. Bachelor Nation world, it's so easy to get caught up in the praise to get sucked into it, to yeah. get a distorted view of how the rest of the world views you or even how you start viewing yourself. So that's yeah. beautiful that you're able to hold on to that. And, I can tell you've been in therapy. I'm big on therapy too. Oh yeah. Right. We've talked to some some people before where like the number one advice we would give or that we've gotten is like keep your therapist regarding because it's going to be a wave. It's still going to be up and down from here. Yeah. You don't know like what's going to happen, what's going to be shown, what people are going to say. And so to have that support system and that just like steady structure to you know, like if you need to fall, you can land, land there. It's so helpful. But this is why like, and Rachel and I have talked about this all the time is that bachelor nation, things are so fickle and fleeting. There's a villain one day, there's a new villain. The next people love you one day. They're going to hate you the next. It's this roller coaster. And to still know, like stay true to who you are and, and to know, like I have my career that I love. I have my friends and family that I can lead on. I have all these things that make me who I am and not just the show like, you, you, as you said, you're not just like bet on The Bachelor. Like, this is only going to last for a couple months. And so I think, I mean, I wish everyone on your season could take note and from seasons to come could take note yeah. of that mentality and to keep that in mind because, like, it's not going to be lasting. I, uh, I have a friend who's, you know, been pretty instrumental in my development over the last couple of years. And he said to me before I left, he said, without expectation, there are no limitations. And so like it worked going into the experience. I had no expectations. I showed up completely Same. as myself. I challenged myself in a way that I'd never challenged myself before. And so there were no limits on what happened there, but the same applies coming home. I have no expectations mm -hmm. of like what will ultimately be shown on TV. I know the experience that I had. I know the relationships that I built, you know, the friendships that I cultivated. And for me, uh, the only thing that matters is what mattered before going on the show. Mm -hmm. And so the community that I live in, the people that I love here, that's what matters now. And then like, ultimately there'll be opportunities and, and things that come of this experience, new friends, uh, things like that. But I care deeply about what I do. And so I, I, I don't think I'm going to like lose the, whatever I've got going right here. I'm going to say it, Ben. And then we're going to get to the rose and thorn. I'm going to say it. Mm -hmm. You have the makings of a good bachelor. I was just I thinking it. that. I, just, <laughs> I, just gonna say it. I was just I don't know what that, that. I don't know what that I don't know what that means, but I appreciate it. <laughs> don't go, we don't make that statement out mm -hmm. out too much. We'll put that out there, but I'm just gonna say, you know, it's my hair. if this was an audition. It's my hair. This was an audition. Would you say yes to it if it were to come? I mean, I don't know uh -huh. what happened. I don't read the spoilers, but I don't know what happens in the end of the, the season. I guess we all have to watch we'll, it. We'll have to wait oh. and find out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Okay. Well, 
we always ask this of every contestant, everyone that joins us, because we have to know. And it sounds like from what I'm hearing, you don't have any regrets, which I think is key to this. And and to have like a really successful just appreciation for the show and what you put yourself through. So I hope that's the case. Yeah. But uh, if you were to give us your rose and thorn of the season so far, you know, because we have there's a lot more that that we have yet to see. But so far, what would it be? Uh, the rose. What does that mean? Just someone that we like, like? Your highlight and your low light of the up of until the this so up far. until this point. Mm-hmm. The highlight of this experience for me has been taking a chance on myself and pursuing a thing that I didn't think I needed to pursue. I'm very comfortable in the world that I live here in here. I'm very comfortable with the work that I do. I know I'm exceptional at the job that I do every day. It doesn't stress me. It doesn't challenge me. It doesn't scare me in the way that like the bachelorette experience scared me. And so I think my rose for this experience was the fact that I stepped outside of my comfort zone and challenged myself uh, in a way that I usually wouldn't. Um, my thorn. I'm upset. I never got invited to Chateau Benet, to be honest. You and me both. I'm upset. <laughs> Bennett, and I were, Bennett and I were very close, but we I never got the yoga invite. I never got the face mask invite. You should have showed <laughs> up with like extra face masks or mud masks or so robe and slippers. Because so you were friends. because you were taken up for Noah. That's so why. get this. So I'm a strength coach here in Venice. We have Muscle Beach here locally. We made a Muscle Beach at La Quinta. Oh, and Bennett we and I and all it? the guys, we trained at Muscle Beach every day. Uh, but I never got the invite to do face masks. And so that's my form. Ben, I just told you why. Ben still needs his face mask. Noah. Noah. Ben, uh, who was, I feel like we've asked a couple of guys this, but who would you say uh, on Muscle Beach was the most fit out of all the the guys that are left? Me. Did you say you? Yeah, he said yeah. himself. Why not? Let's go <laughs> no for hesitation. it. No hesitation. I love it. Me? No, Listen. me. Uh, I love no, it. No, that's it. I mean, I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I do this professionally, so I better like be all right. But, uh, you know, Zach C, incredibly fit. He's got a mental. Really? He's got another gear mentally that he can go to. Um, and so I appreciated his fitness and, and, uh, Kenny is incredibly jacked. We've all seen that. I don't know. Everybody brings something different to the table. I feel like you Somehow. guys are all like every single one of you, at least the date that I hosted last week, everyone was tall. Everyone was like a yeah, block so of muscle. I'm like the shortest dude in the house. How tall are you? Six two. You're the shortest? I'm one of the shortest. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um Wow. Well that's I mean six two is not short, so yeah, let's no. just let's just be honest. Okay. Ben, it's yes. been fun. It's been great to get to know you off the show. You know what it. I mean? Because yeah. um, I feel like you're one of the quieter ones, but it's been really fun to get to like sit down and talk to you, to get a little bit more insight behind the scenes, where your head's at, what's behind the rope, <laughs> the towel, whatever you ripped your hands, whatever you were doing. We had to keep it tasteful. I covered up with my hands too, but. <laughs> no but no seriously i can't i'm very curious becca and i don't know how this season ends but me either i'd be shocked if you don't make it far um you seem like a really good guy and very level-headed which mm-hmm. sad to say is rare in yeah. this franchise it really is 
when it comes to the people that come on the show. So um, we'll be watching. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Thank you for pleasantly surprising me and proving me wrong yet again. I'm always wrong in this show, but um, I'm I'm glad that I didn't just write you off for like a week tour, and that you're you're still here showing more of us, showing more of you to us. That's right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Ben was, I was impressed, Becca. D- mm-hmm. Dare I say it? I was impressed with Ben. Um, I'm more impressed that I didn't say call him Bennett. <laughs> The entire I, I'm time. I'm actually impressed with you for that too. I am. I thought I was going to pop out at one point. Um, you know what I love? And each week we, of course, keep talking about like how we love having the guys on here to get a different perspective and to get to know them better. But I like the fact that we're having men on now that just didn't go home the night before and now we're catching up with them about their experience. I like having them on halfway through. We don't know how far he makes it. And some of some of the other guys that we've had on too, we don't know how far they go. And I love that fact because a it keeps us guessing, it keeps it keeps the listeners guessing, but it just gives us a new fresh perspective because they can only give us so much. And so I find that as like one of my favorite parts each week of having them. Really, on. I can't stand it. I can't stand the fact that they're yeah because I I I'm afraid. Like Ben was great, but. If Ben does something, I'm going to want to ask if Ben goes home in the next episode or you know what I mean? Because Ben seems to me like he would make it very far. I get the attraction that Tasha has to him. So I'm just going to have so many more questions. Or what if he's not the person that we think he is? I don't like this. And I think this is the lawyer in me. I need to know all the evidence before I sit down and I question you. I don't like this. Oh, you the don't. story. Yeah, wait, wait. like this. This goes against everything that I stand for. <laughs> really wait, let does. me let me pitch you this idea and tell me your thoughts. Why don't we? Because obviously, there's a, a men tell all coming at some point with Chris Harrison. Why don't we do a men tell all at some point with all the guys that have gone home? And now we can take them back in and say, "Hey, we talked to you about this on the podcast, and you said this, but you really meant this, or this then happened." And get a new, fresh perspective. We'll have our own mental. I think that is a fantastic idea, but I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I'm not interested. You just want better. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I have lost my interest, okay? I don't need to talk to you. Like, I'm, I'm eager to talk to you right here in this moment. <laughs> By the time we get to men tell all, I have moved on. I have moved on. I'm not interested in it. Old news, but, uh, old news. Yeah, old news, old news. Unless it's something crazy that happens. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I so. would like to have Bennett on again just to re- rehash the drama that we're now seeing. Mm, yeah. And I know you I, would too. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll have Bennett on a, a, a different <laughs> podcast or I'll just, I'll just DM him or but something. I need to know. host of some new podcast at some point, let's be honest. Who, Bennett? Yeah. He's going to no, show that's not his strong his face gone, his... It, it, his strong suit is is video, video. Like he shines, but I don't know. We shall see. Well, Ben was great. Ben was great. I actually was pleasantly surprised. Um, I, yeah, I was interested. I was. It was an interesting interview. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Like you said, I, I think he'll go far. I'm glad that I was wrong and that we're seeing more of him. So. Who knows? To be continued, which is what we've seen in this episode this week. So next week we'll kick it off with the rose ceremony. 
Um, and in the meantime, guys, remember to keep sending us all of your questions about your favorite guys because we'll most likely have them on at some point in this podcast. And you know where to find us. And if you don't already know, it's at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Happy Hour on both Facebook and Twitter. That's right. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you're listening to this right now. Bye, guys. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.